0: hey what's up guys this is your girl coco and i want to welcome you to another episode of kiki and Coco. if you are new to the show let me tell you a little bit about it it's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic is for the day. So today I have with me, he is a returning guest, my homeboy Mo. Mo, you want to go ahead and say what's up? What's
1: going on, everybody? I'm Mo. You know, I have a little YouTube channel, and me and Coco, I would say we're close friends. I'm trying to get in that family aspect, but she keeps me out of there, so... (laughs) I guess two more appearances, I can get into that family part.
0: You can that get to the family. I thought we was going to do a YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't got them.
1: Well, I'm back now. So in January, we can do it. You know, I was dealing with my sister and yeah. all my family issues. So I'm back now and comfortable because I was in that basement. Yeah, sweating.
0: Down <laughs> <laughs> there burning up. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, thank you for coming back on the show. You know, we always kick off the show with a drink with cocoa, and typically it is a guest recommendation. But today, the drink recommendation is going to be one of my own. It is towards the end of the year. So I kind of been doing a lot of retrospective work. And, you know, as I was thinking about the drink with cocoa, it made me think like back to when I first started drinking. and when I turned 21 and I really didn't know what to drink and somebody recommended an amaretto sour. Cause it is sweet. I think it's a great beginner drink. And basically everywhere I went, that's what I would order. It'd be the club, the restaurant, wherever. It was just an amaretto sour. I even told Mo, like I remember my first alcoholic beverage on my 21st birthday, which was a Mai Tai. I wouldn't dare order a Mai Tai now. <laughs> I think I liked it then and I don't like it now, but um, the Amaretto Sour was my drink of choice at the time. Uh, have you ever had one?
1: Man, maybe with my sister, but that was a long time ago. See, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing I think I'd order.
0: Yeah, it is something I will, I will honestly order it now too, like, I was trying to think of, like, what all the ingredients are, and I actually think I have all the ingredients to make it, so I'll definitely be making one and posting it, so be on the lookout and let me know that y'all had it. Um, hashtag drinkwithcoco at with cocoa. At And so now we're going to go ahead and get into, well, before we do that, like, as I've been thinking in retrospect, what is like something you was drinking when you first started drinking?
1: Well, when I first started drinking, you know, we had humble beginnings, so it wasn't any Hennessy, (laughs) wasn't any Great Goose or any of that. We had E&J, we had... (laughs) It was some regular liquor because if you went in there and you ordered the generic liquor, well, if you told the guy to the register the generic liquor, he wouldn't card you. They only carded you for, you know, the <laughs> top tier stuff. So you had to go in there and get what you could get. And, I mean, really anything we could get our hands on, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My dad used to have back when he was a drinker, he had some beer and stuff, but mm-hmm. other than that, it wasn't really no hard drinking. 19. I
0: remember when I was in, like, it It might have been, like, maybe my freshman year of high school, and I'm trying to think back to what, it was a white liquor, the old vodka, everybody used to be talking about this in all these songs, but Absolute, and so I remember my mom <laughs> had Absolute on the bar, and me and my friend was at the house, and I was like, girl, we got to try this Absolute, because Everybody, everybody drinking it. We got to try it. And uh, she got her little swig. And as soon as I was getting ready, like, toot the bottle up to my mouth, my dad walked in the door and was like, put it down. So (laughs) I I did not give my taste of the absolute that day. But when I finally did, I was like,
1: absolute trash.
0: Like, who drinks this shit? (laughs) Wow. That
1: shit is hard. Man, absolute trash.
0: Yes. Not good at all. Like, I'm not like, I think for a long time, I wouldn't drink a lot because everybody drank vodka. So it was like Ciroc or Smirnoff or, you know, just whatever kind of vodka people was drinking. And it always be like, yeah, I just have one drink. I'll be good. Just disgusting. And I think I'm so loyal to Hennessy because when I finally like had Hennessy, it mixed so well with everything I would mix it with. And so I think that's why I'm so loyal to it.
1: Yeah, I can drink Hennessy. Yeah, it used to be Hennessy and Coke, Hennessy and Pepsi. I, I would do more like vodka because, you know, I didn't have that kind of money back then. So when I would go out, I'd just get a vodka and orange juice. They'd ask you what kind of vodka. I'd be like, the lowest tier right there. that <laughs> one on the eating. <laughs> Drinks going to like 6 $7. dollars hey, mm-hmm. i get right with that you get enough of them you know it it just go through you you ain't gotta worry about the taste anymore
0: Mm-mm. i still need the it still needs to taste good because like even when i like i will say there's one vodka drink i drink now and i love this drink i uh drink tito's vodka if i do drink mm-hmm. vodka um i think it mixes really well so
1: when did tito's I see a lot of people drink Tito's. When did it start really getting big? I know it's been around for a little bit, but wouldn't it really like the last couple of years?
0: Yeah, it had to be the last couple of years. Cause I think I've been drinking Tito's at least since 2019.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I-, I think before then, I think Tito's, they probably didn't have like a big market. just like Ciroc didn't cause it's been around, but I didn't really see a lot of people drinking it till recently.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to say I drink it because it's vegan or whatever the hell they advertise it for. <laughs> I just, legit, like I say, it mix well. And it's inexpensive. Like it's a good vodka, but inexpensive. So whenever I do it, I think I can get like a gallon of it for maybe $32, 32 somewhere around there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it lasts a while because it's not something I drink all the time. But when I do, it's there.
1: Don't tell nobody you buying a gallon. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, buying, I, mean, I bought a gallon. I've been
0: having it for a while. Like I think I had this one bottle of Tito's now for at least five mm-hmm. or six months.
1: Oh, okay. So it's, I it's thought like, you were gonna, gonna, gonna say something about a week or two.
0: No. <laughs> no, I I had this gallon for like at least five or six months. But you know, now that we've kind of reminisce on what we've been drinking on in the past and, you know, currently, um, let's go ahead and get into the word on the street. So, the hot girl, Megan the Stallion, she has finally graduated. We, she, I mean, since she came out, she's let it be known that she's still in school. And so, she did recently graduate, I think this past week. And so, you know, shout out to her for finishing up her degree. And I don't think, it; I think it's like health administration or something.
1: I think that's what I see.
0: Yeah. Even though it's, you know, an administration type degree, it's still science related. So I think anybody that that wants to do science or be in that field, I commend you because your girl couldn't pass biology, chemistry, or none of that. So (laughs) big ups to you, girl.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's cool. That's a good accomplishment for anybody just to graduate from college. But shoot, mm-hmm. for her, her to be a star and do it, hey, it really takes some dedication. Unless she had, you know, she's on course hero and Chegg, cheating and getting them answers. because I know them classes are online.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I If I was her, I'd been paying somebody to take them class.
1: Exactly.
0: That's that's how I feel about this master's degree. Um, how much would somebody charge me to take? what
1: classes because i might be able to you know
0: (laughs) oh because you are getting the MBA, right
1: yeah i have mine in march
0: you might be able to help your girl (laughs) hey because i'm telling you like my last class (laughs) first in the last class as of right now but um it wasn't hard it was just very time consuming Mm -hmm. and i bet like Honestly, I would have had an A in that class had I not missed one week. Like one week just required a lot of research that I didn't have time to do. And I asked for an extension and I never got in a response. So I got a zero and I ended up with a B minus in the classroom, which is below the 3.0 that you're supposed to have. I'm like, why
1: y'all
0: be like B is worth three points? (laughs)
1: You gotta leave that Tito's alone, especially during school. Mom <laughs> said we don't go out <laughs> on, a school, go night. on a school
0: night. On the school night.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to keep my 4.0. Hopefully, but I got I'm an accountant right now, and that day we got a group project. I haven't responded to nothing. They talking about just tell me what I need to do, and I'm gonna do it. Don't ask for anything else.
0: You you better go ahead get that done for you. Get to Costa Rica. In a
1: couple of days. The uh, last, well, yeah, I should be good because the last day is the 18th. If we get everything done by Wednesday. We should be in the good.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, you know, even though Megan the Stallion has reached this amazing milestone in her life, um, and I think we all thought it was kind of over the situation with her and her previous label, who is, I think whose CEO is called Carl Crawford. I guess once she had met, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they were kind of telling her, like, some things on her contract weren't right, and so she ended up trying to get out of the contract, and she's been in court with him now for the past three years, and Carl Crawford is still kind of, like, in his feelings about the situation, Um, and I thought this was a good, a good subject to kind of talk about, because I know I saw you in the comments talking about everything in the contract was laid out. She signed it.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, she did.
0: <laughs> I think it's one of those things like in the entertainment industry, like, of course, everybody is out for self, And a lot of people do get like first time artists who trying to get a deal. They get them. They get them with those first contracts, and I think it's more so like, and they be so eager that they don't really read the contract. They just sign it because it's just like, oh yeah, I'm about to get on.
1: Yeah, I can see that, but that's a part of life, though. When you go buy a car that first time you go by yourself, and they hustle you. What you gonna do? You sign the contract. You should have had someone with experience with you. What I don't get is. She signed the contract. She's trying to get out the contract because Jay-Z and them told her, oh, well, there's something wrong with your contract. When Jay-Z, we just heard Kanye say a couple of months ago, Jay-Z sold his Masters. So it's not like Jay-Z and they were just about to give you the best contract. They're doing the same thing, just at a higher scale of level. I mean, if, if someone signs a contract, like, if I had someone renting out my house and they signed a contract, I'm going to want you to do what's in this contract, regardless of, it's not my feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: black and white. You got to do what you signed up for. When yeah. we joined the military, what do we do? We signed that contract. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, it, is it is what it is.
0: It's fundamental. Yeah. I signed up for them to pay back my student loans, which they did, but they didn't pay them back right away. It was like, until my three-year mark, they would, so up until I hit three years, I still had to pay my student loans, keep them in good standing, and then they would pay the student loans. But then I couldn't use my GI bill until my second enlistment, because basically they gave me an education benefit by paying off my student loans in my first enlistment. So, um, maybe if I had a paid attention to that, I wouldn't have signed on for them to pay back my student loans.
1: I mean, were you able to use like TA during it or?
0: Oh yeah. I could use my TA. I just like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to get out in four years, like I initially planned to, like, I'm just going to do my four years and then I'm a bounce. Then I would have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to use my GI bill. I pretty much would have forfeited the GI bill. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I mean, it's the contract you signed up for. It.
0: Yep. But luckily it worked out because I mean, somebody explained that to me <laughs> in the long run and, you know, I did more than just four years. So it worked out.
1: <laughs> so what do you think? You, you think they should let her out the contract or have her finish Whatever is left.
0: I think that. I feel like maybe a rene- renegotiation should happen versus them just letting her out the contract. Because I feel like at this point she solidified that she can bring in money. So it's like, why not let her renegotiate the terms of her contract?
1: Mm-hmm. That's where it gets a little fishy with the law. Uh, I don't see how the law
0: can. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying let her out the contract, but definitely renegotiate some things. Like Mm -hmm. if if it's writing rights, like are y'all really sitting there writing writing these songs with her? Like whoever her and whoever she got writing, like of course they should have rights to it, but just because you the label don't mean you should have rights. You ain't writing that one word. Then um, if it comes down to like masters or whatever, I think, of course, whoever produced the record should have the rights to the masters to it. Yeah, or I'm on the same page. Negotiated where they split proceeds of the masters, however, that worked. But I definitely think they should allow her more stake in it because she is the artist. She's the one that's doing the legit hard work.
1: Oh no, that's tough, but I know Rock Nation and them got that money, so they're gonna tie them up as long as possible. And mm-hmm. eventually he's probably gonna have to give in. Sorry, the Carl. It,
0: I... They do it with the anticipation that they just gonna fold. Yeah. Which I think in the long run is probably gonna work out like that because do you have the same money as Rock Nation? You know what I'm saying? Are you willing to go bankrupt to keep this up? <laughs>
1: I'm willing to die behind this. That's what Carl should say.
0: <laughs> if you can still, like, live the same lifestyle that you live, like, maybe you should just cut your ties and be like, I can go get another artist.
1: Is he still getting paid off of what she has going on right now until it's settled? or?
0: I think so.
1: Oh, well, go ahead, Rock Nation. Tie us up then. Keep dropping hits. <laughs> Uh, Matter of fact, I want some of that money from that Popeye's chicken thing she got. You know what I'm saying? I want all of that. My name is Carl and Megan is my artist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, you know, I I think a lot of artists need to. I think if you are being pursued by a record label, even if you don't have the money at that time, I think it's still because I think most I I don't know how this works. I've never needed to have a lawyer. But from what it sounds like is that, I mean, they can charge you a rate, but maybe they don't get paid until you actually get the money. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely think solicit the advice of a lawyer on your own outside of the lawyer that that record label is offering, because then that way you uh, they can break it down to you because they work for you, not the label. You know what I'm saying? They can break it down in layman's term what everything means and possibly negotiate a better offer for you.
1: Yeah, everybody. Whenever you're dealing with it, <clears throat> any big corporation or something, get your own lawyer. That's always you can easily get a consent, uh, consultation for free. They'll look over for you. But if you want them to actually go in there and do the negotiation, then you're gonna have to pay. Because I'm sure there's a lot of entertainment lawyers that will be willing to take on a lot of these contracts. At least look at them. Yeah, they know. Hey, okay, if they offering this, I can give me a little bit on the back end. So they'll look at it for free.
0: Mm-hmm call Phaedra Parks. You know, Phaedra Parks, she used to be on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. She was the uh, entertainment lawyer, I think, for Bobby Brown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if, if she's on there, don't call her because she's going to scam you.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. But, you know,
0: you know, we don't
1: hear in with Coco trying to figure out how to get your contract back. <laughs>
0: But like you said, there are probably a lot of entertainment lawyers who will take on uh, new artists because they know, like, if a record label is pursuing them, they apparently have something that's going to make them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure they will be open.
1: What I don't get is every week we hear some artists, oh, man, I got screwed over by my contract. Then the next week someone else signs and we're going to hear in six months, oh, man, a record label almost. Y'all just keep doing the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. They need to give me a record deal.
0: I I definitely think that I think in that moment, people get so excited, like I'm about to get a record deal. It's about to be this much money, but then they don't think about royalties. They don't think about being on the road. They don't think about album sales. They just think of it as I'm about to be famous. I'm about to be rich. Cause yeah. like I see, cause you know, on the show Queens, uh, that rapper Lil Muffin, how they like the house, the record label on the house. Or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, so you didn't think like, how did this even come about that you got this house?
1: <laughs> yeah. that That's what I was saying when watching I I went to the record label. No, y'all not going to buy me a house. Y'all can give me money and then I can go get me a house, but I'm not that- about to let y'all buy it. And then you- when it's all over with y'all kicking me out.
0: Take it. Nah. Yeah. So um I think it's a lot going on where people need to really take a pay attention. Like, yes, it's great that you've been working so hard to get record label recognition, but you know, do your do your due diligence before you sign the paper.
1: Yeah. At least read the paperwork.
0: Yeah. Because I think. <laughs> Cause especially if you are like if you are a songwriter like of course you make more money because you, you're writing um if you can produce you're gonna make more money because you can do that you know so it's just like for every talent that you have you need to make sure you're gonna be covered and paid for your talent and not somebody else
1: what i really want to know i, I want to see one of these contracts so we can see the wording is it we're going to give you $500,000 up front, and then the next sentence that you will have to work off or pay back, or is it on, like, page three or four, reference to the 500000 you will have to pay that back. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to see what they're skipping over to make these contracts so hard to, to decide. To understand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, hopefully Meg the Stallion can – get out of this record label, or maybe they can come to some better terms within the contract. Um, And congratulations again on her graduating from college. I think to do that along with having such a demanding um, entertainment career, I think is an amazing accomplishment because school by itself is a lot. So to be able to do that and work the, the type of job that you have, I think is very commendable. Um, so now that we, you know, talked about Meg Thee Stallion and everything that she has going on, we're going to go ahead and get into the hot cup of cocoa. So in this week's hot cup of cocoa, um, it's like I literally just saw this, but thought it was a good conversation to have. So basically this girl, you know, honestly, I think a lot of people get on social media and they bring up or ask questions or say things just to get, you know... um, Reactions. Just to get reactions. This girl basically went on social media and, and wrote, if my boyfriend cheats on me, I need to understand that I lack something that made him cheat. So instead of leaving him for another guy, I'm going to find out the error in myself, apologize to him and be a better woman. So the question is, should a woman blame herself for why her man cheats?
1: First, I'd like to give a round of applause to that woman for owning up to her mistakes. Ooh.
0: And... Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, To be honest, nine times out of 10... They shouldn't blame themselves at all. Right? A, a man ain't gonna be a man, he's gonna do what he gotta do. I don't think I don't think anyone should blame themselves for cheat well for their partner cheating, especially a woman.
0: <sighs> I feel like and and I don't I'm not gonna say every woman is doing everything or is being every or is being everything to her man that he needs, but I never think a woman should blame herself for why he cheats. Because there are women out here who doing any and everything to be everything for their man. And then there are women out here who doing the bare minimums, you know, and in either situation, I don't think they should blame themselves.
1: Yeah, I'd have to in this case, I'd have to have an example of what she's saying. Like that, that's just hard. I mean, if we took movies and we seen, okay, this is what she's doing, and this is why he went to cheat, okay, that's explainable. But most cases, dudes is cheating just because, I mean, you know, shit wants something else. And we ain't married. Well, if we married, then, yeah, that's bad. But if we just, you know, talking, if we just kicking it, it ain't really cheating for me. At least I don't think so.
0: I do believe in the idea of I'm single till I'm married. But then I also agree with the concept that if we are seriously dating each other, and especially at this point in in our lives at this age, if we dating each other seriously, then this is the time where we are working towards possibly being married so it's just like if you can be faithful now or if you can't be faithful now how do I expect it to change when we get married
1: yeah see and see that's what I say if we get an example then it's easier when they just post stuff like that you're reading it and yeah well what (laughs) What was your actual downfall? Why you know what I'm saying we had to have that, that example. And then you say, "Oh, okay, now we see why he cheated." But if we just getting that, most of the time guys are cheating. We just do it just because, like shit, it was an opportunity. I'm gonna take it.
0: So, have you found yourself cheating on a previous spouse of yours?
1: Nah, I only had one spouse. So, and she was the one doing the cheating. She left me for a rich. <laughs> Damn, but. <laughs> but now i don't i guess in my case i wouldn't look at it as what i did what i blame myself for achieving i mean that's what she's doing she's a human so we grew apart she was stateside i was overseas so i'm not gonna blame myself for working like damn man maybe if i didn't work that much because i signed that contract like megan did i had to work yeah. <laughs> but I'm i don't think it. anybody should <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I signed the contract. I had to work. I don't think you should blame yourself for it unless you – the only way I can see you blaming yourself is, all right, maybe you were flirting with a guy, maybe kissed a guy, or let's say you had a OnlyFans or something he didn't know about, and then he finds out about it, and then he cheats. Then you could blame yourself for, for doing something silly like that. But most of the time, you can't blame – Nobody can blame themselves for someone else cheating. That's what they did. They had that decision. They could have not done it.
0: Yeah. So your thoughts on a woman staying with a man after he cheats. Do you think she should stay? Or do you you think a man who cheats will do it again? So two questions. Mm. Do you think a woman should stay? And do you think. If a man cheat once,
1: he'll do it again. All right. So it, if he cheats, is it just one time he cheated or is it multiple times? Because it is, it, uh, you know what I'm saying? This is weird here because it could be he cheated one time. All right. You can stay with him. He cheated multiple times with the same person or is it multiple times with different women? So that's,
0: that's what, funny. So <clears throat> my thoughts on it. I don't see anything wrong with a woman staying with a man after he cheats. I feel like, and the reason I say that is because yes, it's wrong. Yes. He is not valuing you, but at the same time, I can't want something for you more than you want it for yourself. So for me, if a woman is going to stay with a man that cheats, then that's her prerogative to do so. And then I also feel like, um, like say it happens one time, like, okay, let's discuss how we got to this place. Let's try and work through this, you know, whatever I can stay. Um, But trust and believe if this shit come up again, you need to know I'm out the door. So that's, see, that's what
1: I'm saying. If it's one time, then I can see you guys talking about it, you know, because especially if you guys are in a serious relationship or like married. You're going to be together and there's going to be times, you know, there's going to be a little difference between you two. So if it's just a one-time occurrence, you could talk about it and get through it. And I think that's the best thing for your situation that you have, your relationship, especially if you've been together, let's say 10 years, you don't want to throw it all away because of one mess. up. I mean, you can get through it. You still have your life together, especially if you have kids. Now, will they do it again? That really just depends on the guy. Cause I got, I got two homeboys. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of them he cheated one time and he just said he felt so guilty, he told her. I mean, they're doing good now. That was like six years ago. Mm-hmm. The other one, they are right, it's not as good. But I told both of them, do not tell her this dumb shit. Don't tell her this. Mm-hmm. One of them it worked, but if it's just one time and let that thing go. And uh, if you're listening out here, anybody, if you're going to cheat, do it in another state. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do it in another state. <laughs>
0: so, and then, you know, if I find out you do it again, you carrying on an affair with this person or you doing it hella times with multiple people multiple people and i've said this before then i will go and you go and you do what you feel you need to do to to get your rocks off or make you feel more fulfilled because apparently i'm not what you want but you're not about to keep hurting my feelings and breaking my heart because you don't know how to be with one woman so good day sir i will say
1: man i've seen um like i said one of my homeboys he pretty much got the the go ahead to get out of the system and they worked it out. But I don't think everybody's willing to do that, to just allow their significant other to go out there and do whatever he can. But most of the time, these dudes, they they can't go out there and just get women like that. So if they cheated one time, they didn't put in some work with this, Mm -hmm. this one person. Now, if it's somebody they work with, I don't know how you're going to get through that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then I also think like you saying his, his, his woman allow him to kind of like get it out of his system. I also think that, um, it like a lot of these conversations come back to monogamy and is it a real thing because. We sit here and we be like, you know, men do what they do. And I mean, women do what they do, too. But we more so hear about how men cheat and, and all of this and that. Or now women being more outspoken about not wanting to just be with one person. And it's just like, is it because society has made it okay to be like, we just gone, do what we do. We still together, but we still do things outside of our relationship or whatever um and so with that being said like i don't i i'm very like on the fence about this situation like my man ain't asked me to if he could go mess around with other women but i've definitely toyed with the idea of being in a non-monogamous relationship Just because not that I can't be with one person and just one person, but is it really natural to be with one person? Because I know we all have the thought, like, even for those of us who don't cheat or whatever, there is a thought, or you see somebody and you be like, hmm, I wonder you know what i'm saying but then you kind of wipe the idea away because it's just like well i'm in a relationship or i'm married or you know whatever but is it really is monogamy really a thing like we we say it is because so many people cheat
1: Mm, i don't i just like you said more women are outspoken with it now and it's just times are changing people are they're doing what they want to do. That's going to make them happy. Even though it may come back and bite them a little bit further down the road, there's everybody's enjoying them at this point. So I don't, I don't know for me. What I ever took my wife back after she left and then she came back. Nah, I, I just wouldn't have done that. I mean, she left and went to go live with a dude. Like, yeah, hell no. Nah. It, it's not. So for me, that's, that's the only thing I can really go off of because I was married when that happened. But if I'm just dating somebody and they, she goes and sleeps with a dude, all right, we might be able to work that out. Because I mean, we're just dating, and this is still the, you know, what I'm saying getting to know each other phase. And it's not, not like you went to go live with them. Mm-hmm. But if we married, and nah, I can't.
0: So what if your wife came to you and was like, she still wants to be with you? But she wants to be able or wants you guys to be able to kind of do your own thing outside of each other.
1: And we're still married. How would you
0: feel if she brought that to you?
1: I'm not gonna be with that. And what's the point of us being married if you wanna go do all that?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I I don't know, that just don't make no sense to me.
0: So I and my homegirl who was on the show like a couple weeks ago, she actually brought this this show up. But and I watched it because I'm like, I'm intrigued. But um, there it, the show is called Soulmates and it's on Amazon Prime. But it's a I don't know what year it is, but it's like a futuristic time frame. And there is this company that's doing tests or not doing tests on people but people can sign up to take this test and this test will tell you who your soulmate is and if your soulmate hasn't taken the test yet then it's basically just like your soulmate hasn't taken this test yet Mm -hmm. but um so pretty much people have taken this test like basically maybe feeling some type of unfulfillment in their relationship or feeling like Things aren't what they thought they would be. And so they go and take the test and then they find out who the soulmate was. So they could have been married and some type of relationship or whatever already. And for the sake of figuring out who this soulmate is, they meet up with this soulmate. And of course, they just feel this undeniable pull to this person and they end up leaving the spouse for So in one episode, because it's not like a um, continuous thing, it's like each episode is about a different couple or a different person finding their soulmate or whatever. And in one, one episode, the man and the woman are already in like some open relationship, like they individually go out and meet people off dating apps and sleep with them or whatever. And then they come back together and it's we together. We love each other. We think we found the, the answer to monogamy <clears throat> you know, whatever, whatever. And then the man is a teacher. And so he's really good with kids. But the wife is not really good with kids. And I guess they came to the conclusion they weren't going to have children. So, but anyway, she took the test found out her soulmate was a woman and neither one of them I think had been with a woman before but this is that's who her soulmate was so she came to the house met them and he was kind of like on the fence about it he was like you know it was all cool when we was just hooking up with people because there was nothing no ties or any emotions tied into it but this is your soulmate so he told her he was like I don't want you to sleep with her like you know she's like I won't I want you to get to know her like kind of just she just gonna be a family friend at this point (laughs) but of course that's not what happens (laughs) yeah (laughs) sleeping with this woman so um long story short she ended up leaving the husband for the woman the woman moves wherever she lived to come be with her and as they like going through a relationship, like the wife is needed more from more emotionally from the girlfriend um, that the girlfriend isn't willing to give. And so she would always be bringing up like, well, my husband would do this for me if I wasn't feeling good or my husband. And so the girlfriend it was like, I'm not him. You know what I'm saying? i mm-hmm. moved here for you. I love you, you know, whatever, but I can't be what he is to you. So when it was all said and done, She ends up going to the husband. They get back together, but then they all kind of like in this bubble together, like what the wife don't get from him. She get from the girlfriend, you know, whatever. And then at the end of the episode, he takes the test and finds his soulmate. And then kind of just bring it to it. Like, this is our relationship and we want to bring you into it. (laughs) And I'm just like, that was a really good episode. But <clears> the same token, I was like, I could not. I don't think I would want to share my significant other with someone else. Like we living in the same house.
1: Yeah, and... it, it's like a kid. It's like, hey, get focused. You know, we got our stuff over here. We got him. You can't mm-hmm. be worrying about that. But that's what I'm saying. Women, women and men. Everybody's more outspoken now. You make these decisions. It's gonna come back and bite you later. So. Sure. I mean you didn't build something here, and just because it says it's your soulmate doesn't mean it's gonna be perfect. Nobody's gonna be perfect for anybody. So
0: mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. think that people have flaws, and it's are you willing to deal with certain things? Um because I I like I don't think any one person can be everything that you need, but like you said, it's just kind of like you need to be okay with this person is not going to be perfect. Yeah. And I don't think that's settling.
1: No, that's that's definitely not settling. I really hate when people say they're settling. Really, you're not settling because you've seen something in them that's significant to help you out in the spots you may be lacking in. So it's not really settling. It's it's all a partnership. Once we come together, we got to make it happen. There's going to be some things I like that you don't, And I mean, you know, you got to get around that. But it's just like growing up with siblings. Hey, I couldn't ask for a better brother, even though it's a lot of things he does that I don't like. It's just life.
0: Mm. No one's
1: going to be perfect. You got to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Because I think like with a spouse, I think as long as they cover the big ticket items, you can overlook the minor things.
1: Yeah. I won't even say you're overlooking them, though
0: yeah it's just you learn
1: to to you adjust to them and you make up for those spots that's why it's a partnership Mm -hmm. I don't I don't get why people forget that part it's a partnership we don't just come together and one person has to do every single thing because it's not gonna work
0: yeah I do think that I mean, now a big ticket item is whether you can be faithful or not. And like I said, I'll forgive you for one indiscretion. But if it becomes a thing, then nah, buddy, you, you go do you. You know what I'm saying? But like, so that's that's one big ticket item where I'm kind of just like, okay, no, no to. And then another one, of course, financially, not and not are you taking care of all my wants and things but can you take care of the necessities you know what I'm saying um it's nice that we can contribute to each other's wants but can you do the necessities so that part so if you can't meet the necessities then that's a no um and then also sex like a lot of people can swear up and down you can have bad sex or whatever and and we can be good but no i i think that's a, <laughs> that is a recipe to cheat
1: exactly <laughs> now <laughs> should a woman blame herself for wire man cheese? if that sex is why he's gonna go out there you know what I'm he's gonna go out there and try to find something because me you see the shelf back here i'll be jumping off that shelf over to the bed <laughs> <laughs> if we can't have no fun like that, I gotta go find somebody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, I think that goes for both parties and not just, you know, men having bad sex, but women having bad sex as well. Like if you know your man is into some other shit, um, some BDSM light, even just like BDSM, like BDSM um maybe he liked jumping off the chandeliers and whatnot you know what i'm saying like you need to be open to that like and if it's gonna happen a conversation needs to be had don't just be doing that shit you know what i'm saying you got to mentally prepare somebody for it
1: just gotta go for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't do that shit to me because i'm talking (laughs) to my friends like girl do you know this man jumped off the (laughs) dresser (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> damn he an action hero
0: child i thought i was about to die <laughs>
1: and that's where i mean i respect people that say they're waiting until marriage to have sex but hey i'm 36 years old and we too old to be doing it. i understand if you were younger but and you let ray ray hit why well, i gotta wait <laughs> I want to know what I'm getting into before I you know, get married and like, man, this is flat.
0: Now, I wholeheartedly agree with test the car out before you buy it. Um, but then there are some instances like Yvonne Orgy, you know, from Insecure Molly.
1: I know what you're talking about. I really got into Insecure, I know what you're talking about. Mm,
0: you need to. That's a good shot.
1: Well, but, I mean, you know, when I do the I do the recaps for it, I don't want to start on, you know, season 3, 4. I want to start at the beginning. Right. So I'm too far behind to even go back and watch. I might watch it from well, my personal. I mean, this
0: is the last season, so I definitely think you got some, you know, you could just watch it just to watch it. Yeah. But um in real life, she is a virgin. Um and I think she said it didn't it wasn't always like she didn't start out like, oh, I'm gonna just be a virgin. Um, I think she said she went to college and when she was in college, there was a, um, like some type of group that was talking about abstinence or whatever. And so she was kind of like, I can do it better than these people. And so, you know, cause she was a virgin. So she was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I could be a part of these people. And then it turned into a religious reason as to why she didn't. And then I think at one point, you know how you you have these ideas of how you think your life is gonna go. Mm-hmm. And it just don't work out that way. And so then it turned, you know, it was like, oh, I'm gonna wait till marriage, you know, whatever. And then she just she ain't been married yet and she just ain't got around to it. She, I guess she was just kind of like, I waited this long, like why rush it now? And honestly, like I get it. I wouldn't tell anybody wait till marriage, because I think marriage is very permanent. Um, it it should be permanent in in any way. But marriage is one of those things. There's more stake involved in it than just being boyfriend and girlfriend. Exactly. I would definitely say if you are an adult and a virgin, I would say wait until you're in a a relationship at least where you feel like the person will appreciate it versus just doing it. Because I did have a person on the show that was a virgin in her 20s and she was just kind of like you know it started out she was a late bloomer so you know some confidence issues or whatever but now she just want to give it up to whoever and I'm like no (laughs) you can't just give it up to whoever fool like
1: what episode is this
0: no this is in real life
1: no I'm saying which one of your episodes I can go watch this oh this is um episode
0: because it was just a few weeks ago so episode
1: You'd be taking this phone forever. Yeah, tell her to DM um, me. I need to have a conversation.
0: Season two, episode 16. But she's like, I'm like, girl, you can't just give it give it up to whoever, you know, like
1: tell her to DM me, shoot her, tell her to shoot me a DM. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna talk to her about something. We are just gonna have <laughs> an open just an open conversation, you know, two reoccurring guests, you know, we just want to talk, you know, connect.
0: <laughs> so um <laughs> And then she came up with like all these bogus reasons as to why she don't date. And I'm like, girl, not that you can't be picky, but now you just being too picky. Like she want a business suit type of guy and you know, all of this and that. And I'm like, girl, in the career we, we, we involved in, you're not going to meet that man. We girl, don't got
1: some suits in there, but you're not going to see me in them unless <laughs> I got to go to something I need to be at. <laughs> she just wanted us to get up and like, Do, like, Kevin Samuel just wear a damn suit every day?
0: (laughs) I guess so, but some very superficial reasons um, as to why she don't date. But, um, you know, I I definitely think that, you know, no one is settling um, just because they have standards or maybe they bend some of the standards to accommodate. I just think that, like I said, as long as they don't miss the big ticket items, then I can I can work with you yeah you know and and don't don't be trying to beat on me don't beat me don't cheat on me be good in bed and be financially stable
1: oh man this is like the (laughs) (laughs) like the easy checklist there (laughs)
0: because I feel like everything else can be worked on you know what i'm saying like if your man is not a good date planner or a good gift giver <clears throat> like that's something you can work on you know what i'm saying um what's some other things if your man with, can't cook, or
1: hmm? i was gonna say when you're talking about the date planning now i'm watching the show uh harlem you seen that yeah. with megan good harlem. now with the date planning the guy jameson he went on her instagram remember they met they he got her number he got her instagram he looked at what she liked and then he set up a date according to what she liked but then she got mad about that so when we do the date planning i see that that you know you said that may be somewhere they lack but if we do something like that isn't that a good thing if i see what you like and then i take you on something
0: i mean me personally I would feel good that you took the time to even try and figure out what it was that I like so that you can plan a date that I would enjoy. Um, But I think her specifically was looking for, I don't know what she was looking for, you know what I'm saying? But I think I definitely, I personally would appreciate that.
1: Yeah, that's something I'm I'm like, I thought he did a good job. You seen what she liked and you executed. See, I'm going to have to bring you on when when I do a show like that. Because I need a woman's perspective for those type of shows. Yeah. They like to hear what I say about it. But I was like, man, I need someone that I can, you know, work with them.
0: Let me know. But yeah, I definitely think that um, stuff like that, like if your man can't cook, like, it's not my preference to teach somebody how to cook because when I'm cooking, I just like to do me, but you know, that's something that can be worked on. Um, cleaning something that can be worked on.
1: Yeah. I got to
0: We're not going to live in (laughs) filth now.
1: So she got to be able to clean. clean. (laughs) The, The dirtiest my place is on my couch. I have a, blanket but that's because whenever I go out there this is where I'm gonna lay I'm gonna have my blanket (laughs) I mean if people come over of course I have it folded up but right now you look out there everything is nice and neat but there's just a raggedy blanket that I always had to sleep on
0: yeah so I mean I, I think outside like what I said my major things are if you can do that or not do that then we good and all the other stuff we can work on you know, and hopefully you just ain't terribly bad at all the other shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I I do think that a lot of people get caught up in in what social media got to say, or maybe they say things just because they think it's going to get a response on social media. And personally, I think that person that made that statement on social media about needing to fix whatever the issue is and, and apologize to her man i think she was just saying something to be saying but um,
1: <laughs> you know my comments on that i'm just gonna tell it like it is i don't i don't know i don't get social media i mean i use it and stuff it's good but i'm not about to make up some bull just to try to get somebody to get some responses and likes true
0: so for me personally if and I mean, you can probably tell by my social media, uh, social media presence that it's not something I particularly care for. Like, I post because, you know, you got to post. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have this podcast, I probably would not post as much on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So do you got any, you know, before we get into that, I kind of wanted to, because it is the holiday season, I kind of wanted to to ask this question. And it's something real just light. But during the holiday season, I know a lot of people grow up, you know, listening to the Christmas songs and watching the Christmas movies. Do you do all of that?
1: No. Nah, uh, my family, like I said, it was, was five of us we have i won't say we were poor but we just didn't like holidays is just another day to us i don't do none of that actually I, I have a, a no nah, i mean if anything we will buy we'll buy our mom a gift and maybe our sisters but it's majority we don't siblings we don't give each other anything we'll get our nieces and nephews stuff but we don't do gifts for us just because that's how we grew up. We didn't, you know, we didn't have enough money to be having all the gifts and things. So it was more, we would eat and, you know, we hang out. If we did get something, it was something that we could all use. Yeah. So I, I personally don't do it. I actually just had a so girl I used to be involved with back at home. She hit me up and she was asking for my address out here in California. And I'm thinking, hell no, you don't need my address. Like. <laughs> <laughs> She like i got you something and i want to send it i'm like i, I was like i thank you for the you know <laughs> thank you for the gesture <laughs> but you know, saying i i don't accept gifts because i'm not going to give you i don't want you to expect anything back from me yeah so she, i was like uh i was asking what it was and it was like a picture she had and she had got it put on the canvas and i'm thinking why i didn't was it a picture talk. of y'all no it was a picture of me and my sister Mm-hmm. and I'm thinking why do you have this mm-hmm. <laughs> why would you even do this so for me I'm like man this is why I don't accept gifts because she would have sent me a picture of me and my sister and I'm like you could just drop that off at my mom's house She still stay over there she'll she'll take it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it
0: that's kind of weird like I get the thought behind it but in the same token like did y'all even have that type of relationship for her to feel like that was okay?
1: <laughs> no. That's what I said. Why? Why did you have this? Yeah. Well, I just know how close you were with your sister. I told her, you, you didn't know my sister. Why would you print off a picture of me and my sister?
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Holidays, man. They're getting, getting lonely out here.
0: <laughs> but I'm
1: not giving up my address to, to have a
0: warm place to come flat out to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's more than welcome to come if she flies herself out here.
0: (laughs) I think we had talked about this before, but you ain't flying nobody out.
1: Oh, I'm not saying I'm not flying nobody out. I'm just saying certain people yeah, you want to come out here, you can fly out here, but Mm -hmm. nah.
0: Um, So I don't, like I'm not big into watching a lot of Christmas movies and stuff like that. Like I watch some here and there, you know, because like even like one of my favorite movies is The Best Man Holiday. Like it's centered around Christmas, but mm-hmm. the premise of the movie is not Christmas. Is yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I watch that or like the movie This Christmas, like you know stuff like that. But like the Miracle on 34th Street and and all of that, like I don't be watching that. But
1: oh, so you watch the black shows and I oh got it. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but that's but honestly that's most of my tv viewing Same. Like, um if i mean if somebody recommends something to me that's not black i'll watch it but my go-to is not to watch non-black stuff
1: no i, I understand i respect it i do but too
0: my um we trying to decorate our offices at work and my airman was like oh we need to do polar express theme you know whatever so I'm like, OK, I never watched that, but OK, yeah, we could do that. Whatever. Uh, they like, you should watch it and take notes. I'm like, OK. So I watched it last night. Um, it was on the HBO Max. It was, it was cute. It was cute.
1: That's with the train, right? And the, Ain't it like a little boy on there?
0: Yeah, they take them to the North Pole. Um, I think it's I'm not going to say it's not for children who don't believe. And maybe it is for children who don't believe or who stopped believing in Santa. Um, and I think that's what it is because that was why that little boy was on that train. Cause he didn't believe in, um, he didn't believe, he had stopped believing in Santa.
1: I think shoot it was, it sucked for me and my brother cause I'm three years older than them. So I think at, I got my car wreck at seven. So about eight years old is when we found out there wasn't a Santa Claus. So for us, it was just like <laughs> <laughs> we never got into none of that. We'd have to go to school and make Christmas trees. We don't put up Christmas trees at the house, you don't, yeah, and do none of that. So, it's, I'd be down if I could ask my dad, Hey, dad, is it cool if we put up some lights on the house? I ain't doing that damn shit, boy. I'm like, All right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> But like I didn't grow, I mean, we we was putting up Christmas trees and stuff like that. Um, but once I left home, I had stopped doing it. And then uh, my ex, he was like, I don't give gifts for Christmas. I don't put up no Christmas tree. I don't do X, Y, Z. And so it was like so sad because I'm like, you know, when you have your own family, you be like, oh, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. And so to be in a place where I'm starting my family and he being like, yeah, we not doing that was kind of like it had sucked the fun out of the holiday for me so it was weird waking up on Christmas like I had woke up on plenty of Christmases with no tree and all that but to know like it wasn't even a possibility no more it was kind of like so sad
1: (laughs) see I'm kind of like him I wouldn't say that there's no possibility I know me and my ex she had a Christmas tree and stuff at her house she sent me some things over to Germany she. We even took a Christmas picture. I'm like, oh, this shit whack as hell. But we <laughs> we did that. But see, you. I think least, if I had, I huh? think
0: you at least made an effort. Yeah, I
1: I got you her a gift. A, and no, if effort, I had kids,
0: it was just like we ain't doing it.
1: Oh no, nah, see, it's not like that. If you want to do it, all right. I don't. I particularly don't want to, but I'll do it. I'll get her a gift. I think if I had kids and stuff, they'll have Christmas just because I never had a Christmas.
0: Right. It, and it was kind of like he was like, "You can do it if that's what you want to do, but I won't be involved." So basically, if you want to put a tree up, I ain't gonna help you. If you want to buy gifts, that's cool. You ain't gonna get no gift. Um, <laughs> it, it was kind of like that. <laughs>
1: worse than me. I thought I was hard.
0: <laughs> no, he he was real bad. So yeah, I get
1: gifts. Yeah, if it's for my yeah, woman. No,
0: So, um, he was a good gift giver, I will say. But for Christmas, he was like, nah. Um,
1: And we got to start leveling the playing field when it comes to gifts also. Because we be getting the short end of the stick when it comes to holiday gifts, birthday gifts. I got a damn Bose speaker that was like $2.99. And I bought a MacBook. This stuff ain't even.
0: Mm -hmm. So... I'm the type of person, like, I'm a good gift giver. I like to, I have to sometimes tell myself, like, don't do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I will give. I'm, I'm a giver. Um. So, yeah, I. there are some people out there who don't believe in, in giving men good gifts, and there are some of us who do.
1: What's a good gift?
0: So this this ex I'm talking about specifically so for his birthday I was and I had been planning what I was going to do for his birthday for months um so I took him on a helicopter ride took him to break like breakfast was his favorite meal so I took him to breakfast I bought him a like a Kenneth Cole backpack because he wasn't a much trap, a big traveler, but he wanted to start. So I'm like, Oh, I love taking a carry on. This is a nice little carry on bag. I bought him an iPad. I bought him some Harachis. I bought him an outfit. So like, like I said, I was planning for this birthday four months.
1: okay Um,
0: So I, I think I'm a good gift giver now for Valentine's day. Now, he told me, send him a list of things that I wanted. And then he was like, but you're not going to get everything on the list, which I was not <laughs> anticipating. So I'm just thinking because it's Valentine's Day. Like, honestly, I had never been with anybody on Valentine's Day. So I had never had to even really put thought into it. It wasn't a holiday that I took very seriously. So when he said, you're not going to get everything on the list because he sent me a list, too. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. i get him two things off this list, whatever. So... I have bought his list consisted of like some some like some watch. It was a really nice watch. And then I think it was like an IFIT watch or something. And some some more watches or whatnot. And so I'm thinking, cause it's not, you know, it's just Valentine's Day. I was like, okay, I'll get him this this little fancy watch he want. And, you know, I fit watch, whatever. When we get in the car, I like to start the day off. He hand me some dice. He said, roll the dice. I said, what are we doing with this? He said, just roll it and you'll see. <laughs> and basically for whatever number I wrote, that's what number gift I was going to get. So I was like, oh shit. I'm like, he over here going all out. I said, okay, take me to sports authority real fast. I got to up my game. I got to, I got to, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ended up going and buying him some more stuff that day, but you know, I felt crazy getting all these gifts because he had bought me a dress from one of my favorite stores which at the time was um bb and bb Wedge. That place. <laughs> like, that dress was like a hundred something dollars so he bought me a bb dress i love phone posits he bought me a some phone posits which was like 200 something dollars he bought me um some gucci perfume he had bought me um like he and even when we went to sports authority, he bought me like three Adidas sweatshirts from there. Like he had went all out. He had paid for lunch and dinner that day. And it was just like, oh, okay. Like I, I didn't realize <laughs> Valentine's Day was this serious. But then it was just kind of like, you know what? This making up for Christmas. Cause I don't he don't give Christmas gifts. This making up for Christmas.
1: Oh, well, see. You're saying he may not do Christmas, but there's other things. See, I'm I'm just too frugal for all this gift giving like no 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 I mean I got it but I hate spending money I really do
0: <laughs> but I
1: just always mm-hmm.
0: you know but for Christmas I, I did say whoever I end up with next they have to to like Christmas and to give gifts on Christmas because it's something I like you know what I'm saying? So I want it to be something that we both going to enjoy. I don't want it to be something that somebody feel is a chore, like they're just doing it to appease me. You know, like I want you to enjoy it as well.
1: I'll enjoy Christmas. It's just, What I well, since I don't have anybody, I'm not sending any gifts or anything like for Christmas my mom's not getting anything. I spent $3,500 getting her house repainted in January. So that's it. That's and you good. You. <laughs> yeah. That's your gift for the year. There were no birthday inside gifts, no matter that. You said what?
0: The inside of the house or the outside?
1: The outside. Cause she got, she got all new windows for the house. So I told her I'll do the, I'll do the paint.
0: Yeah. Okay. Come on.
1: So that's how my family is. We don't, we don't give each other like just small little gifts. We'll do something that everybody can benefit from. So mm.
0: and I mean that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's the the precedence that, you know, has been set in your family, you know. But I think it's dope, like you're not that into Christmas, but if that's what your spouse is into, you know, like you'll you'll do something, you know. And I think that's the biggest thing, like being able to compromise you know, on stuff like that, because it is something simple, but it's something that probably means a lot to somebody. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think this was a great episode. You got any last words you'd like to say about a woman potentially blaming herself or or settling in a relationship?
1: (laughs) Don't blame yourself unless you did something absolutely horrible. Other than that, there's too many people down on themselves. You see me, I'm lively all the time. There's no such thing as a bad day in my book. So I'm not blaming myself for something unless I know I actually messed up. So I can hold myself accountable when I know I'm messing up. But I wouldn't put the blame on yourself and think too deeply into it. Cause at the end of the day, that person made that decision on their own. They had a chance to, to stray away from it, but they did it. So, I mean, if you want to stick around and talk to them and see why they, why they did it because maybe there is something but i wouldn't put the blame on yourself
0: facts yep i think that you know if a person and not just a man if a person decides they want to cheat do not blame yourself for why that person cheated there may be some factors that attributed to them cheating but ultimately they made that decision and that is on them Um, you know, again, thank you for being on this show. Would you like to let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media?
1: Yeah, my social media is the same on everything. M-O-E-D-O-T-J. Moe.I.J. on YouTube, Instagram. I'm primarily on Instagram. I might post a picture here and there, but I'm focusing on my YouTube and we should hit 17,000 subscribers by tomorrow or Tuesday, hopefully. So,
0: And he is very consistent with his content. I get, I feel like either every day or every other day, I'm getting notified that he posted something. So you definitely will get consistency from him. Um, I enjoy the content that he puts out and he actually does research to some of the things that require research, Uh, before putting that information out so I would definitely say tune in to his show Mo.J on the YouTube and you know y'all can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of that at Kikian with Coco and then of course you can keep up with me on my website, keycanwithcocopodcast.com. And you know, it is the holiday. So happy holidays to you. And until next time, bye.